Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at TAB, and he comes in and helps me out with our computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns from you guys. We were supposed to be preempted by UConn football. I actually had tickets and was looking forward to spending an afternoon uh, up at the rent, and I was band day there. I mean, I'm going purely to see the marching band, and if there happens to be a fairly good football game, I would have been fun. But obviously the hurricane changed all our plans, and we are here helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And you guys got concerns. We all have concerns because the dingalings at Equifax, you know, that credit rating agency, the thing that we try to, you know, we're all worried about identity theft every day. And the reason we worry about identity theft is so that some guy in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, doesn't act like he's me and open and, and speaks to Equifax and says, hey, I'm Eric Summel. I, I'm going to open a, I want to buy a boat. And Equifax says, "Okay, yeah, I believe you. You're Eric. yeah, you're Eric. I'll go ahead and buy the boat." We're all trying to protect ourselves from the identity thieves out there that are going to tell folks like Equifax or Transamerica or Union, whatever it's called, all these credit rating rating agencies that it's okay to give our credit out to the bad people. Well, the bad guys just decided to breach Equifax directly. They broke into their cloud right through the Equifax website, and for months. From May to July, we're looking at all of our data. So you got concerns. You've got well, big concerns. That's all of us, basically, yeah. because we're all covered. That's half the population of the United States, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. 143 million. Right through Equifax. They didn't tell us until now. Well, of course. Why should they? Who who do they report to? Not to us. And three top-level guys sold their shares, coincidentally, <laughs> before this information came out. And you became know. public, yeah. yeah. The other ridiculousness of this whole thing, besides the fact that Equifax's cloud got hacked, and they left it, they obviously had the B team working on their security. Uh, they then set up a website to see if you got an impacted so you're going to go www over to Equifax. We'll put the link there if you want to take a look at their silly site and put your name in and your last four of your social. If you dared, give them your last four of your social. <laughs> you know, and they'll tell you if you're hacked or not. Well, the site they put up was so haphazard that most uh, filtering systems, including OpenDNS, thought it was a phishing site. <laughs> and the reason you're going to go in there to see if you're impacted is to see if you would like to qualify for Equifax's own Equifax's own 
credit monitoring service. Yippee. Why would you want their crappy crediting monitoring service? So let me see if I get this right. They accidentally, with air quotes, (laughs) get hacked and expose almost all their clients. I would assume 143 million. Not even clients. We didn't authorize. You and I didn't authorize Equifax to house our data. We didn't tell them they could. They just collected it. And then they offer people like Lowe's that information if you want to buy carpet. And they can say, yeah, Eric can go ahead and buy some carpet. You go ahead and give them some. I didn't tell Equifax to have my stuff. They weren't clients of Equifax. Yeah, but here's the thing. So they accidentally get hacked because their security is inadequate. Right. And now they want to sell you something to pay for the damage. They'll give it to you for free for a year probably or whatever. But again, why would you in your right mind? Want anything they're going to offer well, you, and now this is a thing for uh, Blumenthal. I mean, this is low hanging fruit for this guy. Yeah, but he's not Attorney General anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he like this is right up his alley. I know this is the type of stuff he <laughs> likes to get into. I can't believe he's not on the TV right now. I mean, the hurricanes in his face, in his way. But uh, obviously, I mean, I'm not a client of Equifax. I never offered them any of my information. They clearly can't safeguard it. And I've been saying for years through this whole uh, identity theft issue. We've talked about this on the air many times. Yeah, every time a a credit rating company offers your name out and offers credit to somebody that's not you, they, those who offered the credit, should be responsible for that cost. So if Lowe's gives 10000 bucks in carpet credit to somebody that's not me, Equifax should be on the hook for that, Right. Well, they're the ones that told whatever yeah. finance company that, hey, you're good for it. Yeah, go for it. Go go ahead and buy that carpet. So even though you're in Sarasota. <clears throat> so I don't know. This, this is bad. Uh, this, guys, is really, really bad. We've, we spend all this time shredding our stuff through shredding companies. You spend all this time trying to protect your identity. And now the company who you're protecting it from, so some dingling in Sarasota doesn't buy carpet in your name, is impacted directly. Well, the article that I got says that although they've offered this credit monitoring, yeah, that you're probably better off if you've been affected or what you call it, is just put a, a, either a credit hold or a credit block on your credit so that they can't. Well, I would open think that should be by new. default. Well, you know that's exactly right. I mean, let's talk about this for a second. If you put a credit block on your account, you can call and get it unblocked if you want to open up something new. But you mm-hmm. know that that's going on. Right. But what that does is it stops somebody else from opening up an account in your name without you knowing it. Right. Because you got to unblock because it. These, because these entities exist. The only way they, oh, the, the bad guy can open an account in my name is because of these entities. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't create this this market. They did. I can go to Lowe's and show them. I'm this, I'm that, here's my credit, here, I'm worthy. But they want, me, they want to be able to approve me in two seconds and say, yep, you can buy the carpet. Well, no, that's not how this, this, these entities are doing a horrible job of, of protecting our information. And I think they should be responsible. So Blumenthal really wants to do something here. I mean, I know when it comes to winning that whole smoking thing where, you know, smoking cessation money was supposed to go to stop, you know, smoking. But here in Connecticut, we pay it for everything else. But he well, did, he was a champion in getting that money. Let's go after these guys. Well, they and did put it do toward, that uh, the first year. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's go after these guys and put it toward, I don't know, uh, 
some sort of education when it comes to finances. I don't know. But this is ridiculous, and we should all be concerned. What else do you have in the news there, Bob? Okay. Uh, well, I want to get one that interests me. <laughs> uh, Alexa and Cortana become new best friends forever. Mm. I like that. You okay. like it? I do. These are two big companies that are well, kind of colluding. I have their competing product, which is Google Home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is what they're trying to compete with. Right. So Microsoft and Amazon, right. two big giants. I mean, let's face well, it. Well, Cortana, who's talking to Cortana? Nobody. I like Cortana. Oh, I like their sense the big days of Halo before even Microsoft yeah, if owned you're on an them. Xbox, you're talking See, to Cortana. That's the it. Thing, in how, the game. Microsoft's success is not based on their own <laughs> ability to create something <laughs> because they buy something. Right. Right from the beginning, they bought something from somebody. The first Microsoft operating system they bought, they paid $50,000 for Mm -hmm. and made the guy sign a thing that he was entitled to (laughs) no royalties for any of it. Right. So he got fifty grand and he was done. So Alexa and Cortana are getting together. So, yeah, they announced a deal uh, last this week that will let their voice-controlled digital assistants, Cortana and Alexa, engage in cross-platform communications, a move that could expand radically both companies' use of artificial intelligence oh boy so you can turn your ability to make a decision over to a computer what was the name of that thing up in uh, yeah, skynet skynet that's yeah. it My, <laughs> yeah. microsoft customers will be able to access alexa uh, alexa voice commands by saying cortana open alexa on any device that supports cortana which is available on millions of desktops laptops tablets and other devices. So just just to pause right there. To me that is utterly redundant. I have to talk to one system to have them to talk to another one rather than just well, I mean, what what could you I, I again, I still don't get this thing talking to these having these speakers listen to me all what day long. One company gives that company can take away. Yeah. So by having them have an interface like this, yeah. if they have some sort of a disagreement, they can sever that at yeah. a moment's notice. Well, I know some people use All they got to do is push out an update. I know. <laughs> I know a lot of, I guess, folks use this and like talking to, them, talking to their computers. I mean, that just seems redundant to think first. Wait a minute. I can't get to Alexa without talking to Cortana first. Now, if she's my BFF and she's going to actually talk to, to Alexa, I can ask her nicely to please bring up Alexa. Now, she might be offended. Well, no, because you can do it the other way. You can say, um, Alexa, um, open Cortana. I mean, it's going to work both ways. Okay. Well, what's the point? I mean, Well, the point is that uh, Alexa I mean, already has the ability to control a lot of consumer electronics, mm-hmm. like your thermostats, yeah. your lights, yeah. uh, your refrigerator, right. a bunch of other things. So they've already got that built in. Yeah. Microsoft controls other things. So they're looking, uh, what they're saying they're is- They're looking the for one ring to control them all? Well, they're looking for them, them to have the darkness. an interface so that <laughs> you have multiple con- companies that support with voice commands different things or yeah. through the Nest if you will. Mm. And, Nothing uh, like a $300 thermostat. Then you can... <laughs> so you can say, hey, it's cold out here. <laughs> Instead of getting off your butt and just turn, turn the heat up. <laughs> really? But go ahead. But, you know, basically <laughs> it's going to give them the ability to interface with each other. Yeah. So that, you know, you can issue a command to one and it'll talk to the other and one. And both will track yeah. your request. So yeah. your, your Cortana request to Alexa, whatever you've asked Alexa yeah. to go by Tide, you know, Cortana will write that down. Oh, Bob likes Tide. Yeah. And then they'll sell it to right. Procter & Gamble. Uh, the NSA isn't going to be listening <laughs> no, to any of, of this. No. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's interesting that they've gotten. <laughs> but we got uh, a nice article on it, and it goes into detail. Mm. And I suggest that you read it because I think it's interesting. But what? what, what it, so you've got Google. So you're not, and you're still in the dark. You're still. Separated. I'm in the Googleplex. I got a whole article on that too. <laughs> yeah, well, I got an article on Google, and uh, poor Google, poor Google. That's kind of a silly statement. Um, Google is whining; they're screaming fake news without actually saying it. Um, they are all upset because the New York Times reported on Friday that showed a huge gender pay gap within the company, and this was uh, data compiled by. Google's internal employees. <laughs> now, the funny thing about this is they're acting like, well, you can't talk to our employees about pay. What do they know? You know, they, you can't, that's all disparate data. You know, you got a level five person working in Oshkosh and you got a level five person working in New York. They might make more money, you know? Um, so Google's crying fake news. Now, that's my word for it because, of course, they wouldn't say that. Uh, but I'll put a link up here for you and you can read. Uh, this is through Business Insider. Uh, about the uh, pay gap within Google, and uh, they're all upset about it. You know, it's clearly not an issue over there um, when it comes to Google. They don't have a pay gap. A pay gap is a whole other other problem as far as whether it's uh, out there or not. Uh, obviously, I want my wife to make as much money as humanly possible. <laughs> so I, I am all for paying women as as best you can. Um, so you know, this whole thing about. Uh, pay gap is uh, back and forth whether or not it's reality. And Google, of course, will tell you the same thing. They, they're against any kind of issue when it comes to paying men and women the same. And uh, this New York Times article went after them. So take a look so, at it. If it weren't for women, where would we be? <laughs> okay. Dr. Lessie wants to chime in on something here. I'm going to grab grab uh, Dr. Lessie on the hotline. You there, doctor? Uh, yeah. So I'm sitting in my office listening to you guys, as oh. I do on Saturday morning. Yeah. And every time you say the word Alexa, it's setting off my echo. Okay. <laughs> so that it's playing music or giving me the time or directions. So I haven't asked for... I haven't asked for any of that. I just we just said the word Alexa and Cortana. No, that's all you have to do is say that, and it sets it off. So it's a little confusing here right now. Oh, sorry, doctor. Sorry. We'll try to keep it to a minimum there. Now you see, doc, if you had the Google Home, you can set that up to your voice, and it'll recognize six different voices and have six different accounts. Only yeah, and keep your favorites uh, for six different people, up to six different. So people. we wouldn't be able to hack you like we are. This would be another job. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyhow, thanks. All right. Thanks, Doc. We'll see you later. All right. So uh, we're giving Dr. Alexa, Dr. Alessi's Alexa a heart attack. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be back with your calls. This is Computer Talk. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock when then Dr. Alessi himself will come in, I assume, taking your. Uh, it's giving you a second in, uh, opinion on your health advice, so stick around for that. But we got two lines open, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC on this uh, gorgeous Saturday morning. Let's go on to your calls. Our resident groupie, Danny, is on the line. Hey, Danny. Hey. Hi. Hi. Listen, i got a question for you. I heard you say that the word credit block and credit freeze. Mm. Ever since we were able to do it in Connecticut, we've had our credit frozen. Good. With Equifax, is there a difference between a block and a freeze, or is nah. that just a different terminology? I just think it's just using this. You know, it's the same thing, I think. Okay, because we have to send a letter in with a password and stuff. We can't even make a phone call. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. 
Oh, all right. So you're, you, and you did it on purpose, right? You don't want anybody opening up some. Oh, yeah, no, we did it as soon as, you know, because it wasn't legal in Connecticut until, you know, I, I forget how far back it goes, but um, once they made it legal. Once they made it legal for you to have them not give your credit to somebody else. Right. How crazy is that? I know. <laughs> did you uh, did you see that SpaceX launch and landing? No, I haven't had time. Well, you know, I know you're a skeptic. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm never. I'm not a skeptic. No, you're a, you're a luddite. You don't believe. <laughs> I know. I believe. I like to have fun I know, with it. Because I, I, I heard a little snark in your voice. There. Well, you know, we were all watching it, and you know, just as it was going to touch, right, down, it went blank. It did. It was like, come on. Okay. Well, watch this launch from last week. I will. Earlier this week, they've got a split side screen. I will. Coming down out of the clouds. I believe it. I'm just joking, David. Right Danny, there's people who think we didn't hit the moon, man. I know. One other quick question. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Samsung uh, 10.1 Tab A. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's not as uh, souped up. It's only got like a 16 gigabyte, but you can put up um, a chip in it. Yeah. Uh, wireless keyboards, as opposed to buying that Experian uh, laptop for my wife mm-hmm. with a wireless keyboard. Are, are any of those wireless keyboards any good? Yeah, you got to charge them. Um, you know, they they have a Bluetooth interface. Uh, I don't like to use those tablets with keyboards to do much. It's just me, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they do work. So, but I mean, just to check emails and stuff. Yeah, they work. They yeah. work. You got to charge both devices, though, both the keyboard and the uh, tablet. Oh, okay. And it's it's always wireless. So there's never you can't plug go plug the plug or anything. Uh, I don't think so. And you'd want yeah. it wireless, anyways. You know, speaking of uh, the credit freezes, we. Uh, just rented a place up in Rhode Island for the winter. What? Yeah, we went, rented a place in Rhode Island for, for the, the winter. winter. I won't even. I won't even ask. But go ahead. And uh, <laughs> we don't give out our social security numbers because we have the freeze and stuff. Yeah. You should try to get electricity and cable and stuff. Oh, without your social. Yeah. Even though we've had Cox here, I, I hate right. to say it, for twenty-seven years. Yeah. We couldn't get Cox up there on our existing account here. That's interesting. Well. I mean, we had to go in with, like, passport photographs and birth <laughs> certificates. and They wouldn't just take a credit card, huh? Well, no, no they, they wanted uh, proof of identification. They wanted your Social Security number. Wow. Huh? So they could run a credit check, and I told them we have the credits frozen. You can't check it. Right. It's crazy. And, and a lot of them didn't even know what a credit freeze was. They'd never heard of it. Millennials. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just kidding. All right, guys. All right, Danny. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, you too. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Credit check. Well, you know, there's a lot of places. You can't even, uh, it, you know, if your credit isn't a certain height, right. you can be denied your job or well, entrance to a university. You could be, right. They do People do credit checks on you because, obviously, if you've got a credit problem, you may not be necessarily that good of an employee. But we'll see what happens. We're going to go ahead and uh, step out for a quick break. we got three lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to call in. Usually this time of the uh, morning uh, program is more open than the next hour. So if you have a computer comment, question, or concern, it's good to get it in now. Everything we talk about is posted live by Mike G. And it'll go to our Facebook page if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook. If you want to follow us on the old Twitter, we're at Tab Computer Sys, right below Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Tab Computer Sys, follow us on Twitter. And if you want to look at the old fashioned website, computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com. We'll be right back.
we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and the lines are all full. You guys listened. Um, so I'll get right to your calls. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go right to uh, Benjamin. He's been the line the longest. Hey, Ben, what's up? Hi. I have uh, Adobe Reader DC. Okay. It's the latest uh, version, apparently, and uh, there's an error message that uh, appears when I start, when, when I open the program. What's the error? Uh, it says the application was in, unable to start correctly, and then it gives a number. Zero X C five zeros and two two, and then it says "click OK" to close the application. What's your operating um, system, Ben? Uh, Windows seven. Okay. Okay. Well, this has been going on since twenty fourteen. Mm. Yeah, and I tried uh, uninstalling the program and. Reinstalling that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also noticed that some people uh, online uh, recommended some uh, removal tool for old versions, but I right. I wasn't really keen on trying that yet. Well, I mean, if you do it, the cleanup tools are pretty common, even with antivirus programs that didn't do a good job of cleaning up after themselves. They they. Uh, there was all these cleaning tools out by each manufacturer. There still are. So if there are a, if there is a tool out there from Adobe that allows you to remove old versions, it could be some sort of conflict. I've also seen that it has to do with possibly antivirus itself getting in the way, or even firewall um, getting in the way um, of the Adobe program on your speci- on your particular system. Um, when when did you do the update? Uh, was it just recently? Uh well, yeah, I, I installed and reinstalled last week. Yeah. And the mach- and does Adobe work even with the air? Yeah, it, it still runs, but <laughs> uh, it seems to make uh, uh, a lot of demands on my computer. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because of the uh, processor. I have a 2.3 gigahertz processor. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and, but uh, whenever I have it. Uh, running, the the fan seems to be uh, kicking in and, and screaming. Really, when Adobe, when Adobe Reader is uh, open. Jeez. All right. Well, I'm looking at what I'm trying to re- uh, go through forums right now to see if I can find something that makes sense for you, uh, as far as why it wouldn't work for you. The obviously, what we always do is uninstall, reinstall. You've already done that, correct? Yes. But the cleaner, the cleanup. Uh, tool, if there is one, makes sense to me. What do you have, Bob? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the cleanup tool is the one to use that's from Adobe because what happens when you uninstall is it still leaves the keys in the registry. So if you have a key that points to a corrupt place and it doesn't get overwritten on the, re- on the reinstall, which tip- typically they don't, plus the uninstall doesn't delete all the files on your hard drive in your C programs x86 Folder. They're also blaming Microsoft Visual. Hmm. Um, do you have that? Uh, I don't think so. Um, check, because it seems to be a link to this problem. Um, you repair it. So see if you have that application. And there's actually a link right um, through Adobe um, on this specific error that we can put up for you, too. Maybe you've already done this. It has an answer to this problem. 
Um, I'm not sure if you've been here or not. It's a February 10th, 2017 um, thread. Uh, this has to do with Windows 8.1. You're running Windows 7, so there's there's a little variable there. Um, so, uh, again, it, it, it references Visual Studio uh, causing this issue as far as never, having it not being uninstalled completely. There's something up with your operating system um, that seems to be contributing to Adobe's problem. Mm. Now, Windows 7, how old how old's the computer been? Um, it's I think from 2012. Okay, so it's been around the block. Right. I'm trying to think if it makes sense for you. Well, there's really no. You could. I could do an upgrade to maybe Windows 10. I don't know. I I'd be more inclined to go with the removal tool. Yeah. And try to download and reinstall. What about the verify? The Windows 7 um, system verification. System file check. Yeah. That'll check your files for the Windows, but it won't check the files for Adobe. No, I know, but Microsoft seems to be a component here. So you could try the window, the system file check uh, utility, and we can put a link to that as well to see if there's something wrong with your underlying operating system. Because mm. obviously this is not. This is this is common yeah. from what we're seeing, but it's not normal when it comes to Adobe's function. So they're blaming everything but themselves. Right. They're blaming the environment, really. I had an issue with Adobe Acrobat not allowing me to do what I was doing with it prior mm-hmm. because of the last update in DC, which took away a lot of features that I was using on the reader. Okay. So they wanted me to buy the professional to get the uh, the features, features that wanted. I wanted. Right. So I went to their website and I downloaded an older version <laughs> and reinstalled that and I got all my features back. So we're going to, we have a link up here for you for uh, the Acrobat Cleaner. So you're going to uninstall this one more time and run the cleaner. Then I've got a link here for the forum that specifically talks about this back fairly currently, Ben, um, with, with uh, options to try. And they're blaming Microsoft Visual as potentially being um, part to blame i would run your system file checker and maybe across those four things you'll find the solution to this error right all right good uh i was also wondering if if you had an alternative to adobe reader uh that that you're aware of and yeah cute comes right now comes to mind is cute pdf cute pdf well there's a bunch of them out there i mean your word word will read adobe uh, files you can use word so that's a great idea, Ben. I love ideas of solving the problem without even using that tool anymore, just yeah, chucking and, the and tool. And Word will want you to convert it to a Word document. <laughs> yeah. But you can't open up PDFs with Word. You can't edit them, but you're not editing them now, editing them now either. Right. So, but, but Cute PDF, we can put a link to that as well, is a good alternative to Adobe. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right, Ben. Let's see if you can fix that, but... Uh, it's always fine with me to find a different tool for the job. Why keep banging your head against the, the wall if your tool, the tool you're trying to use isn't working? We're going to head off to the uh, left coast in Sacramento, California, and John. Hey, John, what's up? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Good morning. Thanks for calling. No problem. I have you guys on uh, every week. I love my tech talk. I love my uh, uh, business talk. And I, I don't know how I stumbled on the WTIC, but I did. So every morning when I get up, I, I turn it on. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, it's got to be early out there. It, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, but I'm up early every morning. I'm a, a stock market guy, real estate guy, so it doesn't matter to me. All right. Uh, I, I I tuned in just a tad bit late this morning, and you guys were talking about um, 
uh, Amazon and Cortana kind of, um, you know, cross-platforming. Sorry, I do have an Echo device. Uh, that's yeah. how I was able to pull your guys, find your guys' station in the first place, so I don't want to say her name and activate her. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I didn't hear uh, uh, the specifics about that, and you guys can take that off the air and, and let me know about that. Uh, but one thing I, I did hear you guys comment on was, well, if you have one, I mean, it's kind of like a double negative. Like, why, um, you know, use Two, well, I will tell you that I went uh, legally blind at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still uh, you know, can work and function and take care of myself. But right. for me, it's very handy. Um, you know, I have a, a, um, an Android phone, so I do have you know, the Google uh, Voice uh, on that. I do have a Windows operating system. Well, I have two of them. Yep. Um, and so I have Cortana and I have Amazon. And what I've noticed between the three is that sometimes it's nice to have all three because you, I do a lot of math conversions for real estate. Yeah. Well, sometimes I ask Amazon one question, she won't know it, but I'll go to Cortana and she's able to pull some, you know, uh, pull it up right away and vice versa. Google sometimes knows. So that's why I use all three uh, platforms. Uh, the other question. Beautiful. Great, great answer. You guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Great. I didn't think of it that way. And because I don't have that impairment, I would never have thought that way. So thank you for letting us think of it that way. Great point. Oh, sure. Um, and the other question that I did uh, want to pose to you guys, and I don't need, I'm going to listen, so you guys can take this off the air and answer it whenever you want. Yeah. I have noticed um, with Firefox over the last, um, oh, I would say month, and I did go on their website and I did read, you know, the newsletter, and I, um, I wanted, I made sure that I updated my Java. I have both my operating systems are uh, up to date; they're Windows 10. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did notice over the last month that uh, Firefox is no longer supporting Java. Hmm. Um, so that. I wanted to make sure that I had everything updated. There are just certain download sites that I go to, and it, it won't. Um, I have to use Chrome now, and I didn't know if that was. Um, yeah, we talked like, about that. Did we? Yeah, I don't remember. I know that we're big. I'm big. I'm moving to Chrome for almost everything I do now. Anyways, okay. um, it's faster. It seems to be more more so, of the industry standard. More and more people are because of the flaws in the Java, and they're always doing updates to fix it. More and more website and developers are going to HTML5. Which has okay. the same capability built in, but it's not. I thought you mean Flash. That was for Flash. Oh, that was for Flash. Yeah. Right. So we'll take a look at that. But I would still recommend you go over to Chrome, Google Chrome, right. anyways. Well, I appreciate your time, guys. Thank you. You enjoy the rest of your morning. Hey, thank you too. So great point. I never thought of obviously, you know, the fact that you might have different answers. I mean, I don't like the idea that you can't get the same answer from the same virtual chick well, uh, but uh <laughs> but he's right i mean they, you, you can go ahead and google certain things and you're not going to get the answers you're expecting and you're going to google uh, well, bing unless, something and you're going to get something different unless bing is using google as well, their they, search got, they did get in trouble for doing that <laughs> um so yeah and the other i mean cortana and alexa getting together um and, and, re and reading some of the articles has to do with that combination of ai like you've mentioned the artificial intelligence and you know, Cortana has some capabilities within the Microsoft world that Alexa would not have. I keep saying the word, sorry guys. They really should have called her Rumpelstiltskin, right? Because who's going to use Rumpelstiltskin as a, some sort of AI? We talked about this off air. My yeah. my uh, choice is Hal. But people are named <laughs> Hal, so I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, but nobody's named Rumpelstiltskin that I know of. Two thousand and one, a space odyssey. No, I know. I mean, I know. You know, AI on that shit. Every artificial intelligence movie, though, I don't know one. Actually, I was thinking about it. Where the the computer is actually our friend, ever is there? A, do you have any examples of when they're talking to the computer other than Jarvis? You know, but then Jarvis became a superhero. So, well, there was a robot and lost in space. Yeah, but he always goes haywire, doesn't he? 
No, he just waves his arms and yeah. goes, danger, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> just saying. So, yeah, the, the Cartana and Alexa thing is an interesting uh, thing. Uh, and I assume they're all going to go together and just become one ring to bind us all. Let's go on to uh, – well, let's take a break, right, Matt? I'll step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. We have two lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk. Actually, Matt reminded me of something that I wanted to whine about uh, as far as technology goes. So we're part of a football pool at, at the uh, the old tab, and uh, we're all trying to put our picks in, see who's going to win, who's going to lose. And I'm using, uh, I think I use we use CBS Sports, right? So we're there, and they're all excited. I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a Jet fan, so I can't pick the Patriots. I can't. I just can't. I mean, even my heart told me I probably should have, but I didn't. I picked the... Uh, I picked the um, uh, the Chiefs, and uh, so I I thought. I mean, this is this is this picking system should be idiot proof. Any a guy like me should be able to pick football games and have it register. Well, somehow I screwed it up, <laughs> so I made all my picks, and I hit save. The blue save button was lit on the screen. I hit save. It didn't say it didn't save, and it didn't say it did save. I just thought, oh, okay, I hit my save, and everything was all set. Well, it turns out I didn't pick the tiebreaker. But nothing on the screen really told me that I needed to do something. You know, I just I hit save, and then I went ahead and did it, went about my, closed the, the browser and went about my business. So I got up in the morning, and uh, Friday morning, all excited that I wanted to see how many guys at Tab, you know, picked the Chiefs like I did, because I figured it was only a couple. And, of course, mine weren't registered. I was like, oh, what happened? What did I do wrong? How can I screw up that? I did. And if you can't make a website smart enough to deal with a guy like me, I do, I'm do. i not the sharpest tool, but I have some skill sets. Your website clearly might have a flaw. And you know what? I wasn't the only guy who made that error. <laughs> <laughs> it should be that simple, right? I mean, this is a website for the masses to pick football games. They, they, they couldn't make it idiot-proof for a guy like me. Um, so thanks, Matt, for bringing that up. As a Jet fan, I did enjoy that. But I was hoping to get a point, too, in my pool. <laughs> We're looking also at uh, Firefox, our last caller, um, talking about what they're doing here. And basically, Firefox can't seem to keep up with the add-ons. They're no longer supporting all the plugins um, that are part of uh, Java um, and uh, other plugins that you might use. And they're just having some issues. They also, of course, don't think they're very secure, and that's their point of view. And we we don't disagree with that. Um, but again, with Firefox, it seems to be slower and slower these days. I've been I've been using Chrome, and even in our practice for business clients, many of the um, online tools that folks are using are recommending Chrome. It just seems to be faster. So the Googleplex is collecting all our data, whether we like it or not. Let's go on to Alan East Windsor. Hey, Al. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be taking delivery of a new uh, iMac. Uh, and I was uh, wondering about the OpenDMS there, OpenDNS. Yes, sir. I, I have that right now on my setup. Good. And does that work with the Apple product? I'm, you know, yeah. this is new to me. I'm switching over. And, uh, All right. Good luck. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does work. Um, basically, DNA, OpenDNS de- deals with the highway you surf on. 
So if you surf on the highway with a Google device or an Android device, I should say, or an iOS device or an Apple device or a Windows device, OpenDNS will serve you a safer pathway to whatever you're using on the Internet. So, yes, it will work. And virus protection. I know I've heard all the arguments, and uh, you know, some say you don't need it. Some say it's good to have it. Or It's good to have it, Al. Uh, yeah, there's more and more um, problems with Apple, Apple uh, software. I know. They're viruses. writing for them now. I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, you're still a small market. There's still, what's the percentage, Bob? Less than less than 7% of, of computers are Apple. So you're still a small target. But it turns out you guys who buy Apple products spend a lot more money. So I, you're a rich target <laughs> for, yeah. for the bad well, guys. For, for what I got with this one, I you know I checked Dell, too, and uh, they're, they're, the price is really not that diff, much oh, different good. for what I wanted. Awesome. You know, I got about, you know the, the i7 processor and the RAM and the SSD drive and all of that. Oh, good. The Fusion drive, you know, so yep. it was very close. So, good. Uh, so the, the jump was... Uh, We'll find out, I guess. Well, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But you can still use OpenDNS in any of those platforms because it's just your pathway. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank you for your time and uh, love your show. Thanks. Thanks for checking in. Listen to you all the time. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I can't I can't stress OpenDNS enough for just the ability to control and give you a secure, safe way to get to the Internet and, of course, protect every device on your network. Go ahead, Bob. 3.59% of the desktop operating systems. 3.5 or are Apple or Apple what? Mac OS 10. You're kidding. Oh, it seems to go down gone down a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Comparatively. But uh Windows 7 still reigns supreme at 48.43%. Mhm. And uh number 2 is Windows 10 at 27.99%. Right. Yeah. From there it goes number 3 is still XP. How many percentage points more than Apple probably? 6.07. <laughs> well, there's twice as many XP systems out there as there are Apple OS People are 10s. in love with XP. They don't want to give them up. Oh, it's my. been an old uh, friend forever. And it's so unsecure. Well, you know, uh, the, I think 8.1 scared a lot of people away from upgrading, period. Yeah, like Millennium did, like right. Vista did. Yeah, 8.1 was yeah, a mess. I think that was a big mistake. But, yeah. you know. What are you going to do? Every other operating system Microsoft puts out is a bomb. Right. A-team, B-team, A-team, B-team. They go back and forth. We're going to put a link up here for that for you as well. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. John in Bristol, Sherry in West Hartford. We'll get to you after the news. And uh, two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything's posted to computertalkwithtab.com. Also to Facebook, if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook. And if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, it'll be there as well. We'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.